not gonna say it if somebody should let's talk about two time let's talk about bum one yeah asking the questions that nobody could like where are the bone dogs and are they in Everybody. I have a bunch of short little drives over the next couple weeks. So I'm going to I'm going to try and assemble some short little shows and then slap them together haphazardly. I like how haphazardly I that I, I'm going to need to look into this more because it's like what is the hap? What's the hazardly? Hap? It's like couldn't you just say I'm going to slap them together hazardly or something? Like, I'm going to just slap them together half-acidly. Maybe it just sort of rhymes with half-acidly, so everyone's like, well, this is a way I can say ass without saying ass completely. There's a road crew taking their lives into their own hands out here. That was some crazy shit. I like I liked to be very cautious of these road crews, like... You know, it's like, give them a break, and I, I agree with that. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, there's really no need for me to be, even even if it's uh, perfectly safe for me to shoot by at 55 miles an hour, I do feel like that's got to be pretty fucking unpleasant. Like, it must be worlds better if you're the road crew, if everyone's going by at 35 than 55, right? That can't be good for the soul. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, well, you should know that in a bid to be more popular as this show, I received an interesting email the other day that we'll have to explore further, but, uh, it was an email from a company, company, Jesus, a company called Podcorn. So like popcorn, but podcast, which I was like, that's a stupid fucking name, but okay. It did make me wonder, like, how come I never, like, sit down with a bunch of popcorn and then listen to a podcast? I would never do that. I would immediately do that with a movie. And most of the times, if I'm watching a movie and not eating a popcorn, I'm like, hmm, what am I doing wrong here? Shouldn't my stomach hurt badly by now? And I'm deciding whether or not to finish this bowl of popcorn. I feel like one of the things that... uh has let us down in terms of like the bad problems with processed food is that processed foods like uh, popcorns or pizzas or whatever don't don't really have a good bead on like what's a what's a one person amount of popcorn like if I'm gonna make popcorn could I eat the entire bag absolutely that is an, that is not where my complaint originates but. Would I probably be equally happy in the moment and then uh, almost as happy or, you know, much happier in the aftermath of eating an entire bag of popcorn if that bag was like two-thirds the size? I feel like a bag of popcorn is about perfect size for two people if you're both going to eat popcorn. There just needs to be like a, a grocery... 
method that caters to s singletons. This is like something I definitely discovered in my times of singletonianism. But also, just like in general, like, you know, Poonmaster Flex and I don't necessarily eat the same stuff. Or like, you know, I might want some popcorn and she's like, she'll eat it, but she's not into it like I am. Which is fair, because I'm kind of a popcorn monster. So, no one is really into popcorn like I No one should be. Nor should anyone be. Just, just to be clear here, I'm, I'm not advocating, like, how come people aren't as excited by popcorn as I am? Because that would not result in a better world. That would be a much worse existence for everyone. But uh, that's how popcorn works, <laughs> in case you were worried. So podcorn, now I'm going to talk about podcorn and not popcorn. And I know they sound almost the same, so just know that we've, we've made the switch, and now we're talking about podcorn. Podcorn is apparently some kind of marketplace where you can... Uh, put your podcast on there and it connects you with advertisers and uh so my suspicion is and so i got an email from them that was like your podcast would be perfect for podcorn now here's what's funny about that uh i got that in reference to the amazing spider webcast which i'm perpetually like i need to revive that and get that going again because that's fun but it takes more work and also i still don't feel like i quite have it figured out yet as far as I don't know what do I want to talk about with this one but it is a fun show and so I always you know it's like I won't do it then I'll do four episodes in two months and then I won't do it for a year <laughs> and I've gotten a couple emails and like Facebook messages and things that are like hey I, I like this show and whatever and somehow that show in like 16 episodes has gotten way more love Although I guess it's pretty easy to understand the premise of it. And I guess, to be fair, it's possible that The Amazing Spider-Man has a higher cultural profile than I do as a human man. Um, it's possible. It's not cosmically fair. Because think about it, like, I'm a real guy and Spider-Man is not a real guy. Spider-Man is not going to benefit from podcorn services. Let's put it that way. So uh, anyway, I got this email and I was like, oh my God, it's working. The popularity is working. I don't know why, but it is. And then I was like, oh, well, for this other show that I, I don't think I've posted a new episode since like May of last year. So it's sort of like, uh, how, how much is it really working <laughs> But I guess whatever. I mean, it's fine. Um, I mean, also, let me, let me just be clear. I'm 99% convinced this is a complete scam. Like, what probably happens is you pay to list your podcast or something like that. And then they connect you with advertisers. But if it's not for pay, I'm going to definitely do it. And I don't, it doesn't look like you have to have an invite or something. Point being, I'm, I'm going to look into it more and find out what the deal... What's the deal with Podcorn? Um, I got to believe, too, this has got to be, like, bottom-of-the-barrel advertisements. Because if... It's not that hard if someone wanted to, to just be like, I'm going to just find, like, a hundred low-level podcasts, pay each of them ten bucks to do an ad and see what happens. Spend a thousand dollars... 
this is what I should do. This is how I should advertise Dear Runaway, my hit novel, um, which is available on the Amazon store or on Amazon, on Kindle, and in print. The print turned out pretty good. I made a cover myself using a template that was generated based on the number of pages and shit. So it's like official. It's real. And it turned out good. I like it. I think it was uh, worth doing that way. I think it doesn't look like a cheap as shit typical cover. So that's good. I was going for a level of quality that was basically like, well, look, I don't think Chip Kid made this. But I also don't see it and immediately know that it was a self-published novel. That's kind of the like what I'm shooting for as a middle ground there. Is like, can I not immediately tell that it's self-published? Success. If the answer to that is yes, then I have succeeded. They're building a new RV super center. That's great. That's like, how hard is it to find... how? If you can't get yourself to an RV super center that's like an hour away, I don't know if you're really in, in for the RV game. Like, I don't know if that... Who's taking a bus to buy an RV? Like, is that, is that a person? If you are the person taking a bus or who's, like, having trouble getting transportation to the RV super center, first of all, maybe call the center. I bet they've got some kind of shuttle. Because if you're like, look, I'm looking to buy an RV today, brand new off the lot, I bet they're like, okay, that's worth our time to go pick them up. Um, let's take the risk. But also, I would suggest maybe like a regular automobile first. I think you might be putting the cart before the horse. Because um, the cart has got all your shit in it, right? This is like a very literal cart before the horse. I guess you're buying the cart and the horse, but it's like, hey... You don't, you don't even have a horse. Like, you need a horse, buddy. Do you think that, uh, like, old West families, you know, you'd have multiple horses, and it was like, it was like having multiple cars today? You know, like, I got my horse that I ride to work. Do you also think that sometimes they were like, well, if I walk to work, it's ten minutes. If I ride the horse to work... It's, like, three minutes, so it's shorter. But I do have to, like, throw a saddle on the horse and get it all ready and shit. So maybe it's not worth it. But then, on the other hand, you don't want to go, like, three weeks never riding your horse, right? You want to, like, get back on the horse? <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know if this podcorn thing, I don't think it's going to be real. But if you hear me doing advertisements for crazy shit... I. My, here are some predictions. I would think some kind of sex lubricants or something like that. I would think... Uh, I was listening to some older podcasts the other day, and it was... Adam and Eve was like the big one forever. I feel like Adam and Eve was a, a smart company in terms of... They were like, listen, you can just order this shit online. Um, you don't have to go into a disgusting sex store. I remember, like, reading an article way back in the day about sort of, like, sex-positive sex stores that weren't supposed to be just for dudes. Like, they weren't for... It wasn't a porn store. It was a legitimate sex store. Using the word legitimate very loosely here. 
But, you know, it was a legitimate sex store, which also was like, uh, the idea being, well, we can expand the customer base here, right? But then I do feel like it came just a little too late. Someone should have thought of that in the 80s and then been doing it like crazy like that for couple decades because once the internet came along and you're like look i can buy a vibrator on amazon and i can read reviews of the vibrator which probably come from someone who's not um crazy i don't know i you know what we should make a note vibrator reviews on this show how do people review vibrators or butt plugs do they review butt plugs or are they like eh And if you review a butt plug, does that go, you know, like a reviewer profile? Like, I can see all my reviews. I assume I can see it, but can I be like, listen, I don't think everyone needs to know that I reviewed this butt plug. I want people who want this butt plug to know the quality of it. But I don't necessarily want everyone who sees my review of a spatula to then get on here and be like, oh, he also reviewed a butt plug. I would, for me, because first I was like, maybe that would like, uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I was thinking disenfranchised, but that's not the word. But would make people doubtful of your other reviews because you're like talking about a butt plug. Then I was like, no, you know what? If I saw someone reviewed a lamp and gave it a thoughtful review and then saw they reviewed a butt plug, I'd be like, well, I don't know why they're doing this, but that doesn't doesn't make me doubt their opinion in lamps because they did a review of a butt plug frankly there must be like a weird amazon game of like reviewer status because you know it'll it has like ranks of reviewers which is weird to me um and what does it mean to be like a really successful amazon reviewer because like they play people play this game on goodreads and I'll admit, I used to play this game as well, which was like, it was kind of fun to be a, you would get an email that was like, you're one of our ranked reviewers or something like that. Um, but I think, I don't know if I'm just taking a nosedive in popularity or if once I started doing author dashboard stuff on there, they were like, well, you're not really a reviewer, you're an author, so we don't do that. But um, that was kind of fun. However, it wasn't like something that wasn't something I was doing for the sake of that. And also, I guess Goodreads, I feel like, well, yeah, you're doing like book reviews. So it's kind of a narrower, narrower field of objects, right? Whereas like Amazon, it's like I'm reviewing every possible object on the planet. And don't get me wrong, I could review a lot of things that probably don't have other reviews. Um, but I've only reviewed a couple things. I think I've mostly just reviewed books written by friends or people that I know. Cause honestly, I don't, I don't care that much. And most of the things that I've purchased, I'm like, well, what did you think it was going to be? It's, it's pretty easy to tell on Amazon. I think when you buy something like where, where to set your expectations. First of all, if you have sky high expectations of something, and find out it's coming from a company that's called, like, Big Joy. You're like, hmm, that sounds pretty Chinese. It's probably Chinese. If it takes about eight weeks to get here, it's probably coming from China. If it's like a Beetlejuice-looking jacket, 
that you're like, this is surprisingly inexpensive. Um, it'll probably be sized very weird and will probably have a strange odor that you cannot get rid of no matter how much you wash it. Or if you buy like those weird charcoal bags that are supposed to take the odor out of things and don't. I don't know. Has anyone else had luck with those like deodorizing bags? This guy next to me is like hardcore rapid in his car. He's got the window rolled just a little down too, which is super obnoxious because it's like almost 8 a.m. And it's cold outside. He's got to be blasting the heat in addition to the uh, the music. And you're like, do you just want to share it with everybody? You can just roll it up. I wish I'd gotten into the rap game in like 2010. I feel like that was easier than it's ever been. Because you, you have access to the stuff. The beats don't have to be as interesting. And they can sound super homemade and that's fine. It just seems like, uh, I don't know. I felt like when I was a kid it was like the production value was so high. And now it seems so low. And so it's like, well, maybe you could do it. I mean, I'm not going to get, when I was a kid, it's like, look, I'm not going to get Dr. Dre to make a beat for me. That's not going to happen. But uh, I could get on fucking, what do you call that, Soundtrap, and just like do a booms, 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 booms. And that basically sounds like everything. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Pete's opinions on music as an old man. I, I don't know. It's not like... I don't... I don't hate that it's that way. I just don't... It's just weird. It's just like listen, hearing... It's like you see this other... thing that you recognize. You're like, I know this is an art and uh, music, but it just like... I just don't get the appeal of it. It's like, you know, seeing someone get a penis piercing... And you're like, I understand that this is like a body mod thing and whatever. And it's a, a great use of the uh, good, for, good for them, not for me kind of phrasing, right? Cause, which is how I feel about almost everything. But definitely how I feel about hip-hop music right now, which is like, people love it. And I'm like, good for them. It's not for me. But uh, I'm glad that they enjoy it. I just don't even recognize a lot of it. It's weird. I wonder what like uh, kids today think of the hip hop of the '90s and early 2000s. Like, do they? Does it sound shitty to them? It must sound shitty to them, right? Because if it didn't, wouldn't they listen to it? Because it's like, well, you might as well fucking listen to it, right? It's still here. It's still around. That <laughs> was. I was a. Uh, talking about the Oscars the other day, and I was just sort of like, you know, everybody's mad every time they announce the Oscars for various reasons, and I'm always kind of like, I mean, fuckers, like, they never get it right to anyone's opinion, first of all. So fuck that, like, who cares? But uh, more to the point, I think... um I don't. Uh, it, more to the point, 
they don't, it's not like uh, the Oscar winners come out and then they delete all other movies from existence. And it's like, look, man, I didn't even see fucking... I saw Drive like two weeks ago because it was on Netflix. And then I was like, all right, I'll watch that. And it was fine. Or like, everybody's... Joker seems to be the big thing, which again, I was like, oh, well, I'm glad we could revive this argument about like, is Joker the greatest cinematic achievement of all time or is it a total ripoff piece of shit? And I'm like, no, it's not either of those things. This is not a uh, either-or situation here. It's like, look, it was a fine film. I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, the best movie I've ever seen. I did think, like, I think at one of the awards it was up for was, like, Best Cinematography or something, which I was like, it did look interesting. It looked very cool, and, like, the sets were nicely done. I thought it made it definitely look like a grimy, older New York type of thing. Which was nice. So I don't know. I was like, in, you know, best costumes and stuff. And I just was sort of like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have a high stakes in like, what was the best costumes from this? You know what I mean? I don't really give a shit. But uh, I'll say that it just seems like, it doesn't seem like a way worse nomination than anything else. And everyone's like, oh, well, Dark Knight should win. If Dark Knight didn't win, how can Joker win or something? And you're like, well, because they're not in the same year, fucker. Like, you can't, it doesn't really work that way, unfortunately, where you're like, well, if Dark Knight, Dark Knight versus Joker, it's not Dark Knight versus Joker, just because they're Batman movies. It's like, look, you got these two fucking movies. They have similar subject matter, but that doesn't mean they're pitted in competition against each other. It's a completely different thing. So you just got to let it go, like that ice princess said. Just like that ice princess said, get over it. 